What's up, guys? It's Ole and Jensen. And join us as we talk about our life, our struggles, and many more things. Hey, everybody! Welcome to episode three of OJ in the morning. Man, we're excited that you guys are joining in. Um, first and foremost, we want to apologize for the delay. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we've we've um we officially now finished school yeah so, thank god <laughs> oh my gosh yes and um thankfully uh i passed my stats class thanks to you yeah so, um, but and thanks to jesus yeah uh, but um but uh i'm really excited uh for us to be able to be diving into our episode three today um mm-hmm. tell me what we're gonna be talking about today we're gonna be talking about friendships Ooh. Okay. yeah i'm really excited for this one dang we're we talking about betrayals. We're we talking about. <laughs> I know. Oh, whoa. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's um, an inside joke. <laughs> but um, yeah, I really um, I'm excited for this, and so I think that the best way for us to start off this episode, yes. um, is by asking each other questions, mm-hmm. intimate, que- no, <laughs> very <laughs> deep, intimate yeah, questions, deep questions about you know uh, each other stuff that maybe uh, we don't know. Um, I have a question right at the top of my head. Okay. Um. What is your favorite? I've been in like an amusement park kind of like adrenaline right now. So, yeah. um, what is your favorite amusement park and okay. your favorite ride at that amusement place? Okay, so it definitely has to be Disneyland. Mm. Um, my favorite ride at Disneyland, specifically, not California Adventure. <laughs> um, just so we're just like to make sure. Yeah, just to make sure. I would say. Um, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. Yeah. I haven't been on that one yet. What? Well, I haven't. I told you, like, my, when I went to Disneyland, um, I literally did California Adventure more than the other Okay, one. got it. So, I oh. still have a lot of, like. You have a Mis- lot. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That one's <laughs> creepy. That's, like, the pit of hell. It's so scary. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot, but. On that note, I would also say that my favorite park is Disneyland. Okay. Um, I still can't decide which one because I haven't done both fully. Oh. So I wouldn't be able to, like, it would be dishonest of me or, you know, for me to choose California Adventure because I did more rides there. Yeah. And so, but I would say that probably my favorite ride is probably the Incredicoaster. Um, Ooh. I just really, really like that one. Um, I feel like throwing up sometimes. There's a lot of them, but I really like roller coasters, so... Yeah. Um, he really likes Six Flags. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you didn't pick that one. I'm actually it's, really shocked. It's my second favorite. Like, it's, oh. it's you know, Disneyland because of the vibe and the magic. And then Six Flags is just like, you go to face your faith. I mean, face okay. your fear. Okay. Yeah. All right. Your turn. Okay. Um, my next question is, what movie title best describes your life? What movie title? Yeah. Man, that's like La La Land. (laughs) Well, my life is La La Land. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I didn't even think of that one. Okay. You know, it's like, I think that I have, I find myself finding a lot of happiness and joy, but um, I would honestly say that the best movie title that encompasses my life, um, that's such a good (laughs) question, Olay. Because I'm like thinking about all these movies and I'm like, oh my goodness okay like, what movie not the title but what movie just describes you hmm. when you watch it that that movie it's just you that's crazy because um 
it's crazy. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to come back to this question. Maybe okay. I'll mention that in the next podcast. Um, like my answer for this one, but I just don't have one right at the top you of my don't? head because I'm okay. such a a film nerd. But what about you? Okay. Um, for me, I would probably say Soul. Oh my goodness, that was a good yeah, one. Yeah, I know. I, I really that love that movie. I cried. I think everything about that movie was just beautifully written. Um, I think sometimes I forget how beautiful life is. Yeah. And like being a four and you're really experiencing that movie, you just start to really love what life is and you start to really love the city or seeing something where you're seeing like a old old man like getting donuts early in the morning or when you mm. see a group of kids hanging out at the mall like just the beautiful things that yeah. I, I think describes life to me that's good yeah man i i, I love that movie that reflection yeah part. it's so mm-hmm. beautiful all right beautiful. so next question for me um mm-hmm. you've talked a lot about um food and I love that yes. about you because you like food. <laughs> I um, do. Now tell me, this is a big question, okay? Okay. Um, tell me this. I remember when we when this like uh, topic blew up, and mm-hmm. one of the things that we both really like are crispy chicken sandwiches. Okay? Uh. So you like you know you t- you said in, a, in the first podcast that you really like Dave's hot chicken, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, what is the <laughs> best? chicken sandwich like where is it from where can oh i buy gosh. this your favorite chicken sandwich okay this one's really hard dave's is really good i think i really love dave's because the quality and also the price is pretty cheap mm-hmm. um still need to go there so yeah it's really it's really cheap um i know they're building one like on candlewood over here in long beach um my favorite <sighs> dang it has to be, oh my gosh. I feel like main chick is really good. Oh, actually, scratch that. Yeah, main chick is bomb. Really? Where's yeah. that from? It's, I forgot if it's Ar- Artesia and. Oh, Artesia and Atlantic. Yes. Okay, yeah. that place is bomb. I, I'm a very spicy girl. Like, I love spicy food. And I feel like Dave doesn't really have it that much. There's a lot of ones like crimson cowards does not have a lot of spice i don't think that thing is spicy mm. um but that one main chick is spicy i don't know what they put in their seasoning it's like crack do you, it's do you so good do they have like a regular or no they do have a regular they have different okay. like stages of them right. i don't know who the freak would get because i can some, handle spicy yeah i know some some people be getting like just plain and i'm just like you could just go to mcdonald's then if you're gonna disrespect a hot i'm just saying it's a hot chicken place like it's hot chicken in the name (laughs) like you're not going there for like a basic chicken chicken. yeah because it's expensive like all hot chicken places are really expensive like you're buying the chicken which is like probably twelve dollars plus five dollars for fries on the side dang yeah Yeah. so (laughs) 20 bucks yeah that's a, that's a lot i thought you were gonna say chick-fil-a or something like that but yeah i because i would have said popeyes that's probably my favorite chicken sandwich from i just love popeyes remember when we went to yosemite and we stopped by to get those sandwiches and then okay there's something here. about that place is really good yeah <laughs> that so, that popeyes yeah I, I really like popeyes like i think that really popeyes is really it's good bomb. there's this, uh, this place in downey as well it's on lakewood mm-hmm. it's this chicken place i don't know and 
Okay. All right. But anyways. Nah, what about you? Yeah, you... Popeyes, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the next question is, what is your favorite drink? What's up with you? I'm just, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I don't drink. Um, that's my good. My favorite... Um, that's a topic for another time. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about addictions. My... my um, my favorite drink, it's it's weird because I really like um, Diet Coke, like as a soda. Ew. I really like Diet Coke. I'm just, I'm obsessed with Diet Coke. Like, I really enjoy Diet Coke. But, um, yeah, drink, I mean, I like Thai tea. I like toffee good, and frappuccinos good, from good. Starbucks. Um, I like cold brew. I like, I don't know, like, you know, like, I have water. <laughs> I, well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, hope so. Like, I need that. Um, but, yeah, I would honestly say that that's my favorite drink. Um, okay. I like butter beer. I just had that. Is it good? It's really good. Like, yeah. stupid. Can good. you describe butter beer? <laughs> yeah, so butter beer, what it tastes like. Um, the top is very caramel. Like, I could taste it. Already. Yeah. It's, bad. So it's like the a salted foam is, cold from. No, but, no, but it's like. It's sweet. It's like oh. a sweet drink. Wow. Um, okay. So yeah, I also like space milk from Star Wars and when. And Got it. I wanted that, but I didn't get it because it was a long line. Oh yeah. Um, when I went, it was a little bit. It was a little less. Um, but mm, it was lucky you. It was so good. It was really good. Wow. But drinks like that, you know, like those are like rare drinks. But um, yeah, honestly, Diet Coke, I would choose that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what about you though? I would say Thai tea. I'm obsessed with Thai tea. Wow. I I love everything about it. Um, maybe it's just because of the dairy. Um, even though <laughs> <laughs> I'm lactose, but I still love dairy. Yeah, I would say Thai tea. Okay. Thai tea is pretty cool. bomb. Cool. Coffee is pretty good. I think I've started to not really want coffee all the time anymore. Mm-hmm. More of like a tea person. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. trying right. to stay healthy. All right. <laughs> and then the last question that's that's going to you yeah. Good sir. yeah so last question um this is gonna be a really good one okay so yeah. prepare for it embrace yourself <laughs> um there have been a lot of places where um you've gone to mm-hmm. um what would you say is your place that you go to reset to have a moment of pause to have a moment to like collect yourself uh-huh. find yourself um it could be a place that you maybe went to out of the state it could be a place that could be mm. around your neighborhood okay um, whatever it is but you're like man i really felt myself in that place mm, okay i think i really think that the garbage place <laughs> really helps me reset i'm just kidding <laughs> um since you said out of like not here in California. It could be, though. Oh, both? No, it, it could be. You could tell me whichever. Okay. Like. I'm going to say Portland. I feel like I always talk about Portland and or just tell people, like, oh, yeah, I went to Portland, and they only went there, like, once. So mm. lame. Um, But okay. <laughs> there's something about Portland that's just so beautiful. Mm. I, I just felt like leaving that place. I was telling my friend Sonia and Jada – like i i just want to move here i just i literally want to move here i i just feel like there's a place for me here where it felt like there was just peace just being like upon me every time Mm. when i like walk out of the hotel every time when we went when we were walking um through the zoo 
and just going through the city it it felt so nice it, it's the same thing just like going through downtown um portland it just looks like san francisco okay. it's it's pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty simple i mean it's cleaner <laughs> um different from like downtown la um but yeah. I think that place was a definitely a, a huge reset that I definitely needed during summer of 2020. Something that's here in California, I would probably say downtown LA. Wow, Even though it's kind surprising. of yeah, I know, I know. I was probably gonna say like Palo Verdes, but I feel like I've been there too many times, and a lot of people have been going there. So I'm kind of like I feel like I'm gatekeeping that place. Mm. Um, but there's just no meaning to it anymore. Um. Yeah, I just I just don't have any meaning. I would say downtown LA is it's just so beautiful at night, even though there's like a lot of like craziness over yeah. there. Um, but it's just so beautiful. Yeah. Um man, I <laughs> wanna go to Portland, so You should. Think, you know, hopefully one day. Um that's such a good answer. Thank downtown you. LA, I disagree with you. Um, Why? But, now, honestly, <laughs> I haven't really spent a lot of time in downtown LA. Okay, we need to go. I, I, I want time. to, yes. And I I honestly, because I live so far, not far away, I don't live far away from downtown LA, but I never grew up going there. Mm. I, I always, like, admire when I get to see the buildings and everything. But then once you walk those streets, I mean, they're like, bro, like, <laughs> you might not get out of there alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's illnesses like down the there. There's... Planktons and <laughs> the black plague over there. Yeah, it's just, there's a lot going on. But honestly, for me, uh, it's the movie theater. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I just I love going to the movie theater because every time I go there, uh-huh. you, if it's with friends, it's just fun. But you just immerse yourself. You know, like let's say you're watching um, Soul at the movie theater. You I know, thought you said Saw. Oh no! <laughs> it's like I don't <laughs> want to. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's just you just get sucked into that world and yeah. Yeah, that's my place, and so... Awesome. But, yeah, so, with that being said, now we're one level more deeper into our friendship. I know. (laughs) And so, um, man, today we're going to be talking about friendships. Yeah. And we've titled this episode, uh, You Have a Friend in Me. Mm -hmm. Um, Like Toy Story. I love that movie, too. Um, (laughs) Same. um, Man, let's go ahead and just start off with describing our friendship and how our friendship mm. started when did it start our like um you know our kind of a, what, what is that word when you have a first um when you when you meet someone for the first time what is that um Ooh. your first impression okay first i was just like uh, no <laughs> yeah your first impression oh okay so for our friendship we met well we met at lbcc and my first impression of you was just like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, you're so young. I didn't even know you were that young. Um, you're the youngest out of this whole entire group at, at the church here. Yeah. Um, but just seeing you, I was just like, okay, who is this person? He was super extroverted. Like, he, you were just, like, out of this world, everything. And you were just so friendly, and you were just so open, but you also had this guard up um, when I first met you until we went to winter camp. That's when I started to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. And when we were talking, I was like, oh, my goodness, this man is just like me. <laughs> Come to realize sure. we're literally the same person. Um, and just meeting you, I was like, dude, this is this is a cool guy. I, I appreciate you. Every time when we talk, it's just a deeper connection where 
we have like deeper conversations sometimes it's light conversations but I love how much we could go in depth with a lot of things that we talk about and we bring a lot of meaning into meaning and into our conversations and I think that's always been something I really loved about our friendship and Mm. how meaningful that could be we joke around sometimes we think about something and we like look at each other we're like oh my goodness like that's what we were thinking (laughs) which i really yeah that's what's really cool about our friendship and i think a lot of people when you really meet someone that you don't even need to say anything you just look at that person Mm -hmm. you're like yeah we're thinking the same thing and i think we do that pretty um a lot yeah in our friendship Thank you. I appreciate those words, but yeah, um, now your turn. Um, oh, <laughs> He's going to like, Man, I've been holding, I've been waiting for this moment. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the resentment is now coming out. I'm just nice. <laughs> but um, I honestly, I met you in, um, we, we met at LBCC, but at the same time, we also met here at church. Yeah. Um, And I would say that maybe like, uh, maybe like some people that come to church, to our church, I knew you as Olay the worshiper. I knew you as Olay wow. the person that comes here. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But I, I knew about the things that you did, but I didn't know you. And I think that it wasn't until that camp. Like, my first impression about you is definitely like, oh, this girl's like really like uh, spiritual. You know, she likes worship. You know, <laughs> she has the shaky hands thing when she worships. And I love Dang! that. <laughs> yeah, they uh, do that. <laughs> um, and yeah, you reminded me a lot of, uh, you know, certain like. Uh, influences in my work like my worship and uh favorite you know like stephanie gretzinger and stuff like that and i really really i really appreciated you and it wasn't until that camp where i really started to feel like man like we are really like almost the same person and we started to find you know like you said meanings in our conversations and I love talking to you because there's just a lot of different things and a lot of areas that we talk about, whether it's surface level or mm-hmm. it's very, you know, uh, you know, personal things. And, um, yeah, I would say that my friendship with you, I would define if I could define it as in one word, it is like uh, coral reefs where it is. Oh, OK. In order for coral reefs to like grow, they have to like go in more deeper. And, yeah. And um, yeah. And they're really st- like really like hard and they could like hurt you if <laughs> you stand on a coral reef so um okay. i really really appreciate you and everything that you've um you know yeah you've put into our friendship you know uh, the energy and um i think that a lot of people don't appreciate yeah I, I think a lot of people don't appreciate what people put into in the friendships does that make sense and so mm. i really want to just stop cried um, <laughs> but um but yeah i appreciate you homie um dang thank you when yeah i i'm starting to realize that we i think during our time during like 2020 2019 we were still like we still hanged out we still like talked and we had deep conversations but i feel like now 2021 i think our relationship has been has been blossoming and just it just looks so much beautiful now i feel like we're we're able to connect as just co-workers but also as just a friend also just being like lamos and like starting this podcast because we had the deep desire to like just talk about life and god and 
about our um, likings, our interests and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think that really opened up doors for our friendship just to connect a little bit more. And I, yeah. I think I really appreciate that this year. So. I appreciate I appreciate that as well. And oh, so cool. anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next question, um, as we go deeper into friendship, one of the things that we were talking about as we were planning this out was what does it mean to be a good friend? Yeah. Um, I think that we got to start by defining friend. Okay. Um, Shoot. I'll roast it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, no, like good friend. So there are moments where our friends are going to fail us. Mm-hmm. And um, that's doesn't mean that they stop being a good friend, you know? Um, and so I would say that being a good friend, if I could define that is a friend and someone who loves you. That's the first mm. and foremost. A friend is someone who loves you. A friend is not someone who likes you. A friend is not someone who, um, you know, as an acquaintance is a, you know, uh, is there for a network. Yeah. A friend is there because this person personally is invested. It's good. In a friendship with you. Um, if not, it's just surface level. It's not really something, you know, because that word friend, I think that we can overuse it. We can say, this person is my friend. That person is my friend. No, uh, <laughs> you know, they don't know me. <laughs> like, yeah, they know yeah, about yeah, yeah. me, but they don't know me. So friend is a very, very big word. So being a good friend is someone who listens. Mm-hmm. It's someone who cares. It's someone who loves. It's someone who um, genuinely has the best desire for you in your life. And um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really good. Um, you kind of said most of them. Um, for me, when it comes to friend and just thinking about the word friend, I try not to take that word lightly, and I used to take that word lightly. Yeah. And I would tell people, like, oh, you're my friend, you're my friend, you're my friend. I think all of us growing up, we would yeah. always just claim someone, like, oh, they're my friend, my friend, <laughs> just so we could have or say that, oh, I have a lot of friends. But deep down, you only have, like, one. Yeah, that's and that's true. your mom. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. right. No, but (laughs) I just mean honest. But I think being a good friend is someone who's trustworthy, um, that's honest Mm, to you, a good listener, um, that's non-judgmental, that's able to have conversations that are authentic and real and not fake, Mm. and someone that's able to be honest to you when they need to be honest with you. Mm. When they notice something about you that's wrong, they're able to correct you. Wow. Um, and sometimes Sheesh. we don't have those friends because sometimes those friends want to see you go down mm. to the pit. And those are not great friends. Or some people just love to be good and like bad and don't want that person to leave. Mm. Um, a good friend is seeing your friend um, grow, even though you're stuck in that place still. Wow. Um, I think another another thing that I see that is a great friend is congratulating them on an opportunity or something, not personalizing something. If you're in a situation or when you're talking to someone and you're they're ranting to you, you're not able to personalize it like, well, I'm going through this and mm. I felt the same way with this and that. It's like, yo, I'm I'm trying, I'm letting you or allowing you to just listen to me. Yeah. And I think one of the best things that I've always wanted 
and a good friend is just someone to be a good listener and to just listen to me and then implement their own opinions about what they feel. Yeah. And I've noticed that sometimes, like, even, like, in our friendship, yeah. There's moments where you just want to be heard. Like, don't tell mm-hmm. me anything, bro. Like, you just listen like, to me. Like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, and it's also, like, learning, like, hey, do you want me to say something right now? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or do you want me just to listen? And um, I agree with that. And I think that so much of what you said also, too, is getting rid of this friend jealousy type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I used to be like that a lot. Just being so friend jealous. And I've learned um, that was during high school. But I've learned to grow out of that and put myself in like, I'm so happy that my friend has another friend that's not just me. Mm. And that's hard because I have a big fear of abandonment issues. And so I get really scared that if someone, if I notice that my friend is connecting with someone else, I feel like, oh my gosh, they're going to leave me. Like, yeah, I'm not a good friend. They're not coming to me. Sometimes your friends are that are also your best friends are not always going to come to you because maybe that issue that they're dealing with does not connect to you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to like be humble and grow up and be like, okay, wow, that's cool. I'm glad that you have someone else to say and give you the opinions and the directions that you need. So that that's always been something I had to grow into. I, I think that we've all struggled. And I think that even with our friends, like, not just friend jealousy, but also being jealous of our friends. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> as in, like <laughs> yeah. it's one thing to, man, like, this person, having those trust issues, like, man, this person's going to leave me. Mm-hmm. But then also being like, man, like, we've bonded over us being in this place. Like, if we bonded over our low uh, circumstances of where we are in life, and now you start to succeed, and I feel like, man, you're really going above. And so I don't, I'm jealous of you because now you are not where I am as well. Does that make sense? And it's like, no, you should feel proud of your friends succeeding. You should feel, and you should celebrate them. You should encourage them. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's hard because that's going to go into the episode that we talked about previously about comparison. You know, we compare ourselves with our friends. And um, I think within that, what do you feel, because these are negative things, what do you feel are some of the negative things? Like, in other words, what is it like to be a bad friend? What are some things that, man, right off the bat, you feel like, man, this is bad. Like, this is toxic friendships. Um, someone that talks crap. Wow. <laughs> um, and I think all of us have done that. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to sit here, Jensen and I, like, oh, yeah, we never talked crap before um, about someone. I- I'm going to be honest. I- I've done that. Yes. But I've learned... Same that doing that there's consequences after because then you're gonna be a hypocrite because you want something good about a good friend then here you are doing the opposite of that um Mm. so i've learned to like not talk crap about people um and so when i realized that i had friends who would just talk crap and and then once they're around that person they're like oh what's up girl like how you doing or what's up dude like that's when I start to realize, like, oh, you're not really a great person because why are you acting like this? But then once that person comes around, you don't want to post up. Wow. Um, True. <laughs> it's just like I, it's it's a shocker to me. Another thing is probably not communicating your feelings. That's a big one. That is a huge one, and I used to be that person. Um, I I love when people are authentic to me, 
but it is so hard to be authentic to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to really push out of that. And I'm still struggling. Um, and I've learned that because there's been so many like relationships and friendships that just walked away because of me not communicating my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've learned that I need to start doing that. And if people are not going to accept how I feel, I need to know that my emotions are still valid. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's always been something just communicate like how you feel if something upsets you like don't always like keep things under the rug and just think like oh it's totally fine like my best friend they're gonna notice homie like no one could read your mind you need yeah. to go up to that person first um, and that's always just been something yeah yeah I honestly I agree with that and I feel like there's all these things anything that doesn't grow your friendship is bad so mm. anything that is stopping you from growing in that friendship from growing deeper from growing and i think love with each other mm-hmm. and growing in trust with each other and growing and caring for each other anything that will limit that is actually like bad so anyone that is doing something that is not growing your your friendship i think that you may have to have a conversation Ooh, with them that's good. That's i good. feel like you may need to um communicate your feelings and hey if that you have to evaluate hey is this friendship someone that i need i think that friendships are really important because i've told you this before like who we hang around with you become more like um yeah and the more people that are around you you start to influence the things um in their lives and their things start to influence yours and the good things and the bad things if i have friends that are constantly cussing i am going to cuss yeah and i have friends that cuss um and (laughs) you know like doesn't mean that i have to kick them out of my life and not, not talk to them anymore of course not but i do have to evaluate how much time and how much um influence and do they have over my life because i can't be influenced in that way i can't be spending too much time with you or i have to tell you like hey bro exactly chill out on the you know the because i've struggled with that you know in the past and so there's always that content there's there's always there's always this um reality that man there's an importance in communication and so man i would say that a lot of those things are right on the dot we talk trash we backstab um we don't communicate man there's a lot and i think that i'll give you one more um in that i think that in one of the things that harms our friendships mm-hmm. is um when we think i, I want to say this in like in a really like not in a bad way okay? no, do it, so, do it. <laughs> <laughs> um i think that sometimes um we are constantly looking for ways to feel better than our friends so um, Ooh, like competition yeah and like oh i went here or i did this or i hear i hear or like you i'm know. doing so much better than you yeah and it's like i'm sorry but like um you know just yeah that i was gonna be like f that yeah <laughs> like, no like you know like good. But, even yeah. i think i also realized that when we could still have that kind of vibe even when you're not friends with that person anymore yeah. Like, you, you guys, like, made that claim, like, hey, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to push away from this friendship, but we're still going to be, like, acquaintances. 
and we could still have that competition where like I'm doing so much better like I have a best friend now I have this and that and it's just like cool that's not well, how is that helping you like mm. this is the that is the reason why we had to split up on this friendship because of things like that so yeah continue no 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 you're right and it's just it becomes so competitive it's like man me versus my friends and all you i like you and that's the only reason why i have you in my life because i like you i think you're cool yeah. but as long as i want to be also like i want you to know that i'm also as cool as you i want to know that i could do a lot of things that you can't do yeah. and it just becomes this competition it's like it's never been about that um, but instead that you should just seek again the things that I said, like yeah. growing in your friendship, growing and caring for each other and loving each other. And ultimately, I think us as Christians um, caring deeply about where God is taking each other, you know, Dang. and so that's um, good. I the more you keep talking, I'm just like implementing like, oh, my gosh, just other things like people can manipulate. I think there's a lot of things that I've realized that friends could bad friends can manipulate you to or trick you to their their emotions like how can i describe this where sometimes you could act a certain way and you be all happy and everything and then you become this mm. and then you just want to feel that way so people can notice you and come to you and care for you and oh. i feel like i've done that sometimes where I, I'm all happy and then I become sad mm. and then sometimes I just want to feel like that so I want people to notice me that's the only way I can allow someone to notice me is by being sad or being like this or being that not saying that most of the time I'm actually mm. like that like I'm genuinely sad <laughs> most yeah. of the time but some people can manipulate their emotions so they could have that sense of need and that sense of care yeah and then come and um give me attention and yeah and just being needy and clingy yeah. and it's just codependent. like codependent yes there we go why mm -hmm. did we not say that yeah um, codependent yeah like you're codependent on me for the way that you feel and yeah. i'm sorry but i can't be that for you <laughs> yeah exactly you know? um you need to be deep no independent <laughs> independent and you have to seek you know i don't want to make this like oh like really like you know uh you know this is really like churchy you know like but yeah 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 I you need to seek God in that first episode. You need to seek yourself because I think one of the things that we talked about is you can't give what you don't have. Your love, whatever. If you're trying to give love to someone, but you don't really love yourself, love yourself yeah, it's gonna like go really bad. You're gonna lose your friends. <laughs> yeah, because if you can't have the you know the place where you're like, man, I genuinely care about myself. I love myself and doesn't mean that you don't like things about you i don't like things about myself <laughs> you know I, like Same, we, man. you know like <laughs> we're gonna have moments where like i don't like this about myself i don't like that but if we can't have this common ground where i'm like man i'm growing in my love for myself then it's like i'm not gonna be able to give love to someone because my hurts are gonna get in the way of that love and so Ooh, um, good. yeah i think that there's just a lot you know in that because i think that sometimes we may feel like we need to be friends with everybody. Do you think that? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> oh, no. Tell me about that. It's funny um, saying that. It's not It's not being rude. It's just being honest. Like, mm. I remember a time where Pastor Sean had to tell me and remind me, like, you don't need to be friends with everyone. And there were so many people forcing me to be friends with someone. And I was just like, I don't. 
I'm sorry. Like, I can't fake love someone. Yeah. I'm supposed to genuinely love someone. And I mean, I still do. Mm. But like, not to the extent of being a friend to that person. Yeah. I could be a sister in Christ of that person. But I can't I can't be a friend to that person. And I had to have like a sit down with this person and tell her like, hey, I don't want to be your friend. And it was awkward because mm. she felt so sad. It's like, what am I doing wrong? What is this and that? And I'm like, there's nothing you're doing wrong. It's just like I can't be your friend. I can't force this on me mm. because honestly, there was so much background and so much history on why I couldn't be that for her. Wow. And I had to lay that down at her. Like I'm just um, like emotionally unstable to do that for you. And it's hard because every time when I look at you, I look at, I think of someone else mm -hmm. and that was so hard for me. And we, at the end of the conversation, I mean, we, we both agreed and, and stuff, but I was always there and I'm still there for that person. And telling her, reminding her, like, hey, I'm here. I'm praying for you. I'm thinking about you. Sometimes I would text her often and ask her, like, hey, how are you doing? How's this? How's that? Um, and sometimes she'll come to me. I, I'm very shocked that she would come to me and ask me, like, hey, can you pray for me about this? And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, this is super deep. This, like, emotional thing that you're giving to me is, like, it's so beautiful that she trusts me on that. And mm. because of where we were before that. Gotcha. So I, I would say that, yeah, you don't always need to be friends with someone. Like, I agree with you. And I think that that talks about, like, what I just, like, mentioned previously, how if you're hurt, you can't give that person yeah. Like, you can't because you had to find this place of healing and be yeah. like, right now I can't do this. But it's setting up those boundaries. You will never be able to build anything in your life. Friendships, relationships without creating boundaries for yourself within mm. time within your energy within everything that you do and so boundaries are really really important because some people are good um to you but they're not good for you and Ooh, that's i think good that, i think that some of our people can be that way you know like in our lives and we can have we can hang out and we can go eat but you know like we, i look at you know jesus's life he had three he had the 12 72 you know and then like thousands of followers but yeah he invested in these 12 people's life and they you know multiplied and so he invested in this friendships and these you know and then yeah because that was really really important to him because you can't be this is the hard part too is like some people want things from you or like they'll be like quote-unquote friends with you to get things out of you you know um as yeah. in like man i'm in a friendship because this person listens to me Oh, that's bad. That's really bad because you're being dependent. You again, that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're being dependent, and it's like, no, you gotta love them for who they are, for the person that God created them to be, yeah. and um, not yeah. just that one perfect ability that they have for you. Exactly, you know? yeah. and I think that sometimes we can do that, and that becomes really, really toxic. And, yeah. Um, Ooh, so true. I think one thing I was thinking of is. You were talking about Jesus and how he had the 12 disciples and he had like different groups. Um, one of the things that I love that we always talk about is cliques. Wow. And I think that's a huge thing. Um, it is. Definitely when it comes to friendships. How, like, tell me how that could really be a negative thing, having cliques. And then also you don't want it to be clicky. Those are just your inner group, like your 12 disciples. 
or those are your five disciples or whatever, you know? Yeah. I think that um, clicks, clicks may form. Clicks easily form with mm-hmm. people that are like you. Yes. Oh, yes. So if you're not hanging around with people that are don't think like you, that talk different than you, then have different opinions than you, then you're not growing. And I think that's where it becomes wrong because you can only you're you become so again uh, these things start like you know uh, circulating, but mm-hmm. you become dependent because it's like I'm only hanging around with these people because these people agree with everything that I agree with, or they make me comfortable, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they they like my sense of humor or yada yada yada, and it becomes so clickish because there are people that genuinely are interested in you, yeah. And there, God wants you to, you know, like to pursue that, but you can't yeah. do that because it's like, dang, like, man, this person's really like, doesn't really invite me into their lives and you can't invite yourself. It's like going to a freaking dinner yeah. that you weren't invited to. It's, you know, it's like, I can't do that. And so with clicks, it's hard because clicks easily form with people that you are alike and you have to continuously be pursuing friendships that you know that are like you and don't get me wrong but also that are different that are fresh you and i are really similar but there are also things that we <laughs> disagree with yes oh and yeah we pursue that i've talked to you many times like i just want to get your opinion on this i completely disagree with you but i don't stop loving you i don't stop like man i can't be her friend anymore no like get closer that that stuff will like push you in closer and um i think that that's what's one of the good things it's being in this place of growth and so um yeah i think that that's where it is do you feel like with clicks um there's this introvert and extrovert kind of like thing oh yeah oh oh yeah i mean for the both of us like you're an extrovert and i'm an introvert yeah point blank period and it's hard like coming into clicks too and like in just group settings it is so hard i struggle with social anxiety starting from 2020 and i did not realize that and every time when i'm around people i feel like they're judging me or they just don't like me Mm. and i think that's why i stick to the group that i stick to because i feel like they accept me for me Mm. and then i start to realize like oh that's becoming really clicky Mm -hmm. and (laughs) that's very dangerous and i don't want people to think like oh i'm only hanging out with them because i don't like the other group no that's not that's not my case you know it's just like it's hard how i struggle with like being an introvert and just struggling with social anxiety i i feel like i have to cling on to people that make me feel comfortable yeah and I do appreciate that you are an extrovert because you have allowed me to push myself to get out of that boundary. And I'm learning, especially just working at a church that, you know, you can't be <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I get you. Um, like you have to be open and honest with people say hi to people. And so being around a group of people that are my friends that are mostly extroverts, mm. it's it's challenging, but I love it. Because I'm thriving on that. Because I'm able to grow and be in different Olay every single time. Wow. Um, just because of extra, like extroverts in my life. Even though sometimes I get sick and tired of them. Yeah. So. And, and you balance them out too. Like, yeah. You know, like I think that. It's a that huge balance. Most of my friends um, are introverts. It's crazy about that. Like most of my, you know, like all my friendships are introverts. And 
they balance me out. They help me, you know, like, man, listen and be calm and yeah. be slow to speak. And it's just really important. There was a study that's done. And there's this also people might be listening to this and be like, I don't need no friends, bro. This is for you. OK, <laughs> they disappoint me. <laughs> um, there was a study that's been done about and I was looking this up between um, introverts and extroverts. I'm a communications major, so I really hey. love learning about all this stuff. Nice. Um, Introverts are very, very emotional people. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> are very, and and that's not people when they say that it's like oh that's negative. No, like it's a beautiful thing. It is. Extroverts are on the other hand, the some of the loudest people in the room. They talk their mind, but deep inside they're some of the loneliest people also. Um, wow. When when we talk about things that we deal with personally. Yeah. Like anxiety, social uh, anxiety, you know, um, social stress, et cetera, depression. There are studies that show that extroverts struggle less with depression, mm-hmm. struggle less with, an- with anxiety because of that personality where they get to go into community, mm-hmm. go into friendships. And the majority of the people that struggle with anxiety that struggle with depression are people that are introverted. Not that it's like, oh, extroverts are better. It's just showing you the importance that it is to have friends, the importance that it is to have like a community. Because if you don't have a community, if you don't have friends, you need to go and like, you know, Find a friend that will help you make other friends yeah. and dive into them. And that requires, you know, you trusting and you, you know, letting go of probably past hurts in your life of friendships because they are extremely, extremely important to your mental health and to your life. Dang, that's so good. I think one thing I would love to remind people is that just because you have your group of friends does not make you just stop making friends. Mm. Like, you need to continuously make friends. Yeah. And, I mean, as us as Christians, like, we're supposed to be discipling people so they, they could disciple people. Yeah. It's the same things with friends. Like, you can't stick into this group that you have your five, your five friends or whatever, and you just sit back and be like, well, that's it. That's all I need. Yeah. Like, nah. Like, you're not going to stay in this point of age forever where you're just going to have these five friends because maybe that one friend in that group is going to be gone. Mm -hmm. Not saying they're going to be dead, but maybe something, a complication happens where like, Oh, um, where we split up or whatever, or something happens, you know, you need to continuously grow and grow um, as a person, but also grow and build up like friends too. Yeah. And so, man, this was a good. I have one last thing uh, before we, you know, we wrap up. Nice. Um, what is your advice to anyone out there listening on how to be a better friend? You know, based um, on everything. That don't we- be a fake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna just. <laughs> um, no, um, just learn to just communicate um, about anything that's on your mind towards that person or towards that friend. Um, don't mm-hmm. be afraid or don't be ashamed of your emotions. Just be honest. Because yeah. that friend that you invited in the beginning should have already accepted you f- from the get-go yeah. and those emotions. Um, another thing is to listen and 
just hear that person out from their perspective because we all don't have the same perspective. It's true. Just because we grew up in the same place doesn't mean that you have the same perspective. Like everyone grow and grew up differently. So I think that's always been one thing I wow. would teach. Man, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for this. Guys, this is a big one. Uh, yeah. We owe you guys this big podcast because of our delay yeah <laughs> and so um <laughs> man we're just so grateful that you guys get to listen to this and know that um man take everything one day at a time you know yeah. creating one friend at a time and you know investing mm-hmm. day by day into um becoming more of who god created you to be so that you can be that to your friends and so with that being said uh thank you guys so much this thank has been you. oj in the morning see you guys <laughs>